close out this summer episode with some wrap-up questions. Um, what has traveling meant for you and your mental health this summer? Um, <laughs> I guess, um, I guess it's like the same old shit as in terms of like mental health, like mm. it's up and down. So I think that traveling will reflect that. Um, Heather and I were really anxious about taking such a long car trip together. Right. Cause we thought that we would get sick of each other. I mean, two weeks is a lot of time to spend with someone in a car. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of worried. Um, but you know, nevertheless, away persistent. Wow, um, wow, wow. And if anything, it just kind of I don't know, I'm gonna get gross. It really affirms how we how much we've grown as a couple and like <laughs> how we're like like we genuinely love to spend time with each other and discover new things and new places Mm. and I guess not discover but explore yeah yeah places that are new to us um so you know no divorce um (laughs) papers um I am an outdoorsy hoe so it was really nice to be out in the wilderness again Mm. um I uh but it was I don't know maybe I said this earlier, but being in the wilderness is also kind of, it's kind of a bummer because we're on stolen land. Yeah. Yeah. So it like, on the one hand, it's, it's very beautiful to see like these, um, like these geysers and these pools and to see all this wildlife. But I only imagine like, or how, I guess I can only imagine how much cooler like nature could be if it wasn't colonized Mm. or if it was, like under the stewardship of people who are from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was, it's like a, trying to find a balance between enjoying nature and also being around people who don't have the same philosophies as you, like just racist ass people. Yeah. Um, I for sure had a lot of anxiety around going to my cousin's wedding. Fair enough. Um, and really this being like one of the I guess like one of the first times that Heather's been introduced to my mom's side of the family mm. um, and I was really concerned about one of my cousins um, not the one getting married but yeah. someone who was also in attendance because we've gotten into it on Facebook before mm. over politics and um, whatever and so I was really worried that she was going to treat my wife bad, you know? Yeah. Um, but she was actually pretty cool. And okay, girl. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay. uh, I mean, um, I, was I guess like civility, like, okay. a, like a very polite civility. Okay. Um, but Baby steps. I, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So it, it turned out pretty well. Um, so... Can I say something about the the car ride? I've heard this from another friend who is queer that um you can tell a lot about a relationship just by the way you have cooperation on a car mm-hmm. ride. And um, most times that people who don't do well in car rides together tend to break up one to two years after. So um wow, what a, what, a, what a team building exercise. <laughs> so true. Yeah. It really is like, I would say that like going on vacation with your partner is like one of the ultimate tests Mm -hmm. of a relationship. Yeah. But, um, I, I don't know. Um, 
I I do acknowledge that like traveling is a luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very much a privilege because you know it wasn't free. <laughs> I mean, especially oh, yeah. with gas prices and stuff. And true. Um, and so I'm thankful that we're able to uh like treat ourselves to that. I like how you um talk about the complicated feelings you can have when you are enjoying something so pleasurable, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, there is still a cost monetary and socially that comes with travel. And I think acknowledging that um, pairs it with still good feelings. Yeah. I think also like, at least in our generation, there's a balance between, I mean, like I'm going to use like self-care, but like self-care like traveling, doing things that you love, and also um, weighing it with, okay, this is how much it's going to cost, but this is how much it's going to feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's definitely like a balance that we have to think about today. I'm sure in the past, that's also a thing. But nowadays, we think about it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is like really piecing things together for me. Like you can visit a place and you can honor it without like changing it, right? You can't, you, right. you, you don't have to like trash it, like how people trash our city, like where they just like leave shit or hurt people when they're visiting a place. Like if right. you can honor it um, and not alter it, I think that's like still being cognizant of um, being pleasurable on both ends as a visitor and as a, some, a person who is there. Yeah piecing that together it's like it's hella complicated yeah um because i like in speaking about vegas like we are marketed as like a city of debauchery yes and so Mm -hmm. people are encouraged to to be that way when they come out here Mm -hmm. um but i guess yeah i i will say it does kind of lend itself to going outdoors and like the wilderness and stuff because people do get pretty messy they and do. they don't clean up yeah. after themselves right. or or harm wildlife yeah right. i mean the day that we left someone uh was gored by a buffalo wow and oh. then heather recently sent me an article about how a human foot was found in one of the pools wow so it's like nature will fuck you up mm-hmm. like yeah that's like also another ultimate test of fuck around and find out right it's a living organism as much as a place yeah yeah Yeah. you know um i started thinking about like when we started uh, talking about vegas that there is like for those who are visiting um well i guess actually just for everyone there's both like financial cost there's like uh energy cost there's also a moral cost not like especially if we're living in the (laughs) city of sin um like sin away but also like be mindful of the people who have created vegas now right like how they harm service workers or Mm -hmm. degrade Mm -hmm. them and whatnot and so um yeah i don't know from our our, like our conversation about our travel it's not like something we try to do to Mm -hmm. people because we come from that this context of being a travel hub yeah well, what about you, Daniel? How do you think it's um how do you think travel has impacted mental health overall for you? Yeah. Um with like all my travels this summer, it definitely like allowed me to to heal from the past. 
um like this this whole year has kind of just been that but just traveling this year kind of just sealed it that i like i'm important to myself and i have mm. to make sure that i'm that i'm okay regardless of like you know like what my mom tells me what what she believes in or like regardless of you know like my upbringing it's time for me to fight for myself mm. um and to heal for myself um but yeah like it it also allowed me to kind of just step back and see those things in a, a different light like for example like for my mom I get so frustrated whenever she would bring up religion and sometimes mm -hmm. I still do, but now I could temper it because I know where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. um, also like, I think the most important part, I, I am starting to not like the heat. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, like, don't don't get me wrong. I love the winters here because I get to wear sweaters. I get to, um, like wear hoodies. It's dark. It's great. But a hundred degrees plus in the summer versus just like windy water, tree adjacent places, mountains, everything. I'm just like, that's that's my jam. Um, Man, you're a water it? sign. Yes, I mean, so yeah. am I, but. <laughs> but so, so is so is Cody. E so it makes right. a lot of sense. Um also wait last note for me. Um I don't know if I told you uh this, but mine and um mine and Cody's first big date was a road trip. Wow. In and a still together. Prep. <laughs> so I'm like, so that definitely like solidified our relationship and then I also had um a the same concern as you Nicole about just being with your partner for a long extended period of driving time mm -hmm. and like the second road trip that we had this summer I mean it solidified that like we're a good team we're a good yeah. team so I feel that I, I, I it's the little things, right? It's like the playlist you put together. It's designating where you're going to find food yes. or what, what you've packed. Like, yes. And those things matter. And it's like really romantic to find like, hey, you packed me an extra water. Or like, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, let's go to a safe bathroom. Like, shit yeah. like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Jean, what about you? So leaving this summer, um, I learned... I learned a lot about myself um, because in the past two years, it was just go time and it was like uh, saviorism, you know, in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic. But um, I learned how to like allocate my time and energy better because having visited the island and just like people really being saturated with like day-to-day -day life and me just like kind of like visiting and like in kind of a time travel way, like I was like, um, I realize everything is so temporary, even, even in this moment of visiting. Um, and I, a huge theme for me this summer of 2022 is, um, you got to leave where you are to know what you already have. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, while I was in Guam and I loved it, I missed a lot of parts of Vegas, right? Like I missed, um, I missed comic making. I missed, um, all, all the types of, uh, 
eateries out here. Mm -hmm. um, I miss conversations I've had with people out here. And so it's like, yeah, I can love both places at the same time. And I can miss both places at the same time. Um, but a duality. Yeah, a duality <laughs> in a way that doesn't extinguish me where it's like, I have to choose mm -hmm. one to love, in, you know, and that's not the way this fluid world works now. And so, um, or ever, or ever, I, I would argue that like, Forever. there's like yeah. institutions that force us into boxes. Yes. You know? Yeah. Or even yeah. forces the people around us to choose and yeah. so forces to choose. And so, um, yeah, I just feel like by the time I left Guam, I was restored into what's me mm -hmm. that way. Um, anywho looking to the future what's happening in the fall for everyone for me it's a new school year uh i have a lot of returner students um with some new students um but the new thing is is that i do get to teach ap english Ooh, both fancy. ap literature and language and um the students opt into those classes which is completely different from the structure of the school before mm -hmm. i'm super excited because literature is my passion and whoo whoo i have i have a whole syllabus of like the the things that i'm i get to teach um also i think this year is going to be another year of art um Yay. i might try like linocut prints Ooh. glass mosaics um collages wow. i have some embroideries i have to finish i'm gonna do that and I've started looking at like paint by number. Oh, um, I hear those are so fun. They really are. Are they? Well, really? I was also like, I want to go a step up and just do, do paint by number, but I'm going to do like very impressionistic kind of like this. Okay, so 19, paint 19 is right here. And I'm just going to right there and not worry about how it looks. I love um, this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. Um, and then lastly, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's coming out in November. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we stand <laughs> and Pokemon. Um, for me in the fall, uh, art shows. Um, two cultures, one county is coming up. Um, Zine Fest, a the revival cozy, right? What? Um, well, actually, there's a lot to cozy going on. We're like a real band without instruments. Um, we're getting booked. Um, anywho, virtual book clubs, uh, even though my Kickstarter people have not gone back to me about those dates, that's not me throwing shade. It's just a reminder. Please email me back. <laughs> um, grad school with my co-conspirator. We're making a comeback. Hey. Um, and lying around, um, my couch belly to belly with stitch. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's very, it's very, um, just so loving. Listen, that's where stitch came from. Yes. <laughs> 10 hours of my labor. Um, went into we look kind of look alike we got this like long um thing on the side of our head so um i love my dog so much i'm sorry koi <laughs> i mean he do you have to apologize to koi no right we just talked about you can love more than one thing yes with yes as much energy so i mean i love all of them and jackfruit wonka those are ew, ew. <laughs> I love that stinky fruit so much. <laughs> anyway, Nicole, what about you? What's in the fall? Um, going back to school with one of my besties. Oh. Um, I'm like part anxious and part excited. Um, like I fluctuate between oh, um, 
what if I am so terrible at grad school? Mm. Like, what if I just fail at everything? And then I'm like, whatever, like, I'm new here, bitch. Like, I'm I'm just starting to learn this. Like, why would I know this already? Like, that's, I'm here to learn. Yes. So it's like trying to find a balance between that. Um, And yeah, we're doing a lot more zine workshops. Like, for real. We for real are like, okay, so we, oh gosh, what did we do over the summer? We did um, the Hollywood Rec Center. Yes. And then uh, Gina and I are doing the Las Vegas, is it the Vegas Valley book festival festival. um and then we may oh and then we're doing uh something at the barrack for the two cultures one family and then we are working on the next cozy festival Mm -hmm. and then maybe something else with the library i won't announce it until we um know how much we're getting paid (laughs) yeah but also (laughs) like if you're listening and you're like wow zines are happening in a city because of cozy book us without our instruments <laughs> i know our instruments are like oh yeah, yeah paper yeah. scissors yeah. stationary and a, a coffee machine right but um we're worth it and we're worth the time and money um yeah it's really exciting honestly like i don't it's it's pretty nice that it's people think nice. of us like i don't i don't want to say that we like but it's cool to be in the forefront of like reinventing things right not that we're hogging the spotlight but like zines are really in a revival in our city and like Mm -hmm. folks are like where the fuck is cozy oh wait (laughs) and and then you and gina are going to phoenix yeah we're going to phoenix um uh for their zine fest there and it's a huge scene of over 80 zinesters so we're taking our las vegas city rep up in there in september so we'll have it we'll have tour dates yes so follow us at Cozy LV on Insta. You're so funny. That's part of your recommendations, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll Shameless plugs. <laughs> Let uh, do you want to do your uh, Rex? My Rex. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, thank you for letting me cut the line on the Rex. Um, okay, so <laughs> top Rex. Uh, get yourself a Stretch Rex comic. Um, they are now available on Amazon or locally. Alternate Reality Comics just sold out. What? Yeah. It's as if your narrative is important and not just people of our same background find value in exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, who says fat doesn't sell? Because uh, fuck you, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's available on Amazon. Um, if you do have it, please write a review. It really helps uh, not just the visibility, but like just transparency of what the fuck people are buying um and you get to see me in my underwear just (laughs) a drawn a drawn version of you in your undies yes um and then number two i like this place uh i think it's on pecos it's called kutsuku it's a japanese like kind of fast foodie place they originally just made katsu sandwiches Mm. but they've expanded to bowls and corn soup it's kind of delicious so check it out i think they're open five or six days a week that sounds really good right now yeah it's delicious they do really good teriyaki chicken bowls in a grilled chicken way this is not a paid sponsor (laughs) (laughs) not yet um not yet and then there's this place near uh the la bonita in my neighborhood and it's called riviera mayan mexican food shrimp the shrimp tacos are good they have also mexican sushi i don't know how they do it and i'm scared to try because it's super spicy so I uh, veered to the left on the shrimp tacos, and it's delicious. Um, family business, pretty cool. 
Um, it's on Green Valley and Sunset. That's me. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Wait, oh my gosh. Yes, I know exactly where that is. Delicious. It's behind a restaurant called Ely's that has nothing to do with Ely. Oh my god, weird. <laughs> oh wait, um, Jean, mm-hmm. I just went on Amazon. I see the book. I love it. And you have a five-star rating. I know. It came in today. Um, oh, yeah. It did come in today. It <gasps> did come in today. Um, it's really it's really exciting because uh, the conversations I get to have in fan mail is really great. Um, you know, I'm I'm allowed to brag on it. I work yes. my fingers on this. Um, and so, yeah, we're just like one of them told me that they're going to share this with their mother because they feel like their mother needs these types of like content to confront her body issues so i Mm. hope that goes over well um to uh, a student of mine who bought it said she would keep it on a shelf in her room that she keeps all only books of comfort like for her so um having confront body issues from her own parents uh, she wants to reference that when those moments happen in her home so like it's been really cool and a lot of people have been giving me credit on the journal prompts and discussion questions which makes it an educational material for your classroom yeah. so oh my god uh, get on it y'all let's uh fuck up the publishing world and just <laughs> get these you know get fat content at the forefront you know um yeah good times wow Thanks. remember us when you're <laughs> even more fucking famous <laughs> i hope I actually have a whole business kind of trying to get my ass or my book at National uh, Bookstore in the Philippines. <gasps> they yeah. buried their they buried their uh, submissions. So I googled hardcore for two hours today to find the submission email, um, so I could hopefully get it carried there. And you know who encouraged me to do it? Um, budget <gasps> Tan yes. told me to try. So thanks. Cool your budget. Cool your budget. Cool your budge. <laughs> oh wait i just realized that what's he in he, he does like a what is it the tresse fandom is like kind of upset oh yeah with nfts yeah <laughs> really just don't don't let him bully you into getting you know. in, in turning stretch marks into an <laughs> nft <laughs> yeah that's why i didn't sell it as a pdf because i didn't want it to be screenshot so that was a dis- that was a huge decision for me <laughs> Y'all, I just realized that I was super close, like by location to budget this summer. What? Where were y'all? I was in Amsterdam. Oh yeah. They were like they're they're like eating at the like same cafe, but they're like <laughs> the ends of the restaurant. No, not <laughs> even this like that. <laughs> like this is why Jean needs to go to Europe. I know. <laughs> These are my imaginations. Yay! How cool. Nicole, do you wanna tell us your rec? Oh yeah. Um, so one of my recommendations, if you um if you have access to it or if it's like affordable to you, is to invest in some NFTs. Just kidding. Um <laughs> hell yeah. Hey. <laughs> no, but grocery delivery. <laughs> ah, get your groceries delivered by someone topless oh kidding. no but but for real like um mm. it was such a lifesaver for us during like the very thick of having covid to yeah. like just be able to have 
our groceries delivered and even like tip? yeah like a shout out to my mother-in-law that like ordered us groceries okay wow miss yeah miss kim good in-laws are hard to come by they really are um but yeah miss kim got us some groceries one time because like you know you know like your energy levels are like depleted and you got brain fog yeah you can't like it was very hard to function so i mean even before getting covid like we were doing like the grocery pickup Mm -hmm. but i like i think it's such a like easy way to like avoid other people in the store yeah and you kind of know what you want anyway Mm -hmm. i know there's sometimes there are things that you have to go inside for but right i really i really am into not talking to as many people (laughs) um my second second recommendation is um if you have (laughs) another thing if you have discovery plus is the uh trixie motel um (laughs) like i am not a big uh drag race uh, viewer um and so this is like the most um i get a consuming of Trixie Mattel that I've done Mm -hmm. and it's a really good show like Trixie Mattel is like really funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like just to see um like the renovation process of this motel in Palm Springs was like really cool um maybe one day we'll go I don't know it's like $400 a night it's like very home improvement but um, yes it's a different I mean it's like a like yeah a Hollywood sponsored homo improvement do you watch that too, Daniel? You were... No, I'm familiar with the show. And Trixie is one of my favorite drag queens. Okay. I used to be really hardcore RuPaul uh, drag race <laughs> for two seasons. Uh-huh. But I cried a lot. But even for the happy moments that I was like, I need to just take a break. <laughs> like, I, I just cry out of like being very proud of them. Yes. <sighs> it's a conflict of relationship. Mm-hmm. um and then my third recommendation is the renaissance by beyonce yeah. i've it's been to on spotify now because of you so fucking good it's amazing so um and you know it's very queer it's very queer mm-hmm. and very good and i there's nothing that i need to say because it's yeah it's just a very good album yeah oh um before i i start my rex nicole um have you seen uh on youtube what it's okay so it's a show (laughs) it's a a youtube show with trixie mattel and my other favorite drag queen katya zamolochikva oh no but i did see a reference to that you have to watch it because trixie goes ballistic i mean katya there's the other thing with like you there are guest appearances by other drag queens yeah um trixie motel so we'll we'll have a a viewing one night or something okay okay um for me that's it for my rex oh yes um for me uh number one i don't know how to pronounce it is it sarave but um it's it's a like a cleansing lotion and everything um yeah we have that it's sarave is it CeraVe? Is that I you have it? no idea. We'll have to YouTube the pronunciation. Well, whichever um oh, one it is. CeraVe. Is it Sarave? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But anyways, it's a lotion. I could tell you right now. So before I, my psoriasis is really like scaly and just like itchy. Um, I've also been wearing a lot of just like shorts. I know that okay. teachers technically are not supposed to like wear shorts, but at this point, I don't give a fuck. Um, oh, you live in a desert. Yeah, honestly. Show them legs. Yes. Um, but my psoriasis is like completely smooth. Mm. And I'm like, this feels great. I'm not itching. It's not discolored. It feels like normal skin again. Um, so I must be doing something right with uh with Cerave. Cerave. That's a pretty well trusted brand. Yeah. Um, I have a confession to make. My mom stole a box of that stuff from her work before bouncing off. You know what? Good for her. Where's the rest of it? Um, It's like really tiny bottles and I try to squeeze them out and then, you know, they're only made for like maybe one time patient. (laughs) Oh. Um, Damn. I hope no one from the hospital listens. (laughs) They're like doing inventory. I'm just like, this box disappeared right before Auntie G. Yeah. I'm going to do inventory. (laughs) You know, it was for a good cause. It was yes. for my, my, my face. Um, my second rec um, is a song by Kylie Minogue. It's called Ooh. Miss a Thing. Ky- <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Um, it released in like 2020. Uh, but at that point, I was kind of just like, I'm just going to listen to classical music because that calms me down. Um, and then I started listening to Kylie Minogue's newest album. It's called I think it's called Disco. This guy. This Um, It's so good. If you want to feel like bad and sexy, Miss a Thing is the song. Okay. First of all, I shit on you because <laughs> this album is so good. And you slept on it for some old dead white men? I know. I'm so what? sorry. Yo, I just, I'm like... the third... Um... I'm the third uh, co-host who still hasn't listened to albums, so uh, you can shit on me when I get listen. As a gay man, Daniel, Daniel, (laughs) it's so good. It is really good. Okay, it's like, um, it's like an antidepressant. Next episode, (laughs) it'll be part of my rec. So hold on, everyone, for my take. Yeah. So, Gene, miss a thing. And then also, um, no, I mean, next, like, you know how, like, you you mentioned this, like, last week. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, sorry. Like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm opening up um, iTunes right now, but Miss a Thing, definitely my fave. And then my next favorite, Supernova. Oh, yeah. There are some of the drag queens did a, a, a lip sync on it. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's how I know about this album. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all, you are being a typical gay American right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um lastly, it just came out. Drag Race Philippines. <gasps> How did it just come out? That's so interesting. They've been doing they it historically for years, but that's why I'm, I guess yeah. you get drag race money now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like through the drag race franchise, it's their international franchises. It's it's fucking bongang bonga there's like filipino gay slang and taglish where do we watch love... this huh where do you watch this um so you have to subscribe through wow presents plus and i think it's like 
$4.99 a month or $50 for a whole year, but you have all the international drag race franchises on that. Um, it's so good. I love putting subtitles on because I would have like subtitles up top for the translations and subtitles at the bottom to like to read the English. It's I don't know, like linguistically, I'm just like, I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> um, my favorite right now, her name is Turing. Um, she's the queen of size and she knows how to dance like the house down. <gasps> I'm in love. <laughs> Um, she like stepped on her competition because she had to, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. She had to lip sync for one episode and she crushed her competition. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump back into drag race crying. Even the camera, (laughs) even the camera followed her the whole time. The opponent was kind of just like, here's five seconds. Here's like 15 hours of touring. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. I can't believe this is going to be part of our self-care as grad students. I'm back in. I'm all in. Is that we're going to Daniel's to watch. Yes. By all <laughs> means, come on over. Yeah. Okay. But those are my, those are my wrecks. Yeah. Wow. What a great time, everybody. What These a great time. Gay wrecks. Gay wrecks. Uh, oh, well. I and knew it. I hope y'all had a eventful summer like us. Off, y'all. So, uh, any last words before we log off? Are we good? Um, land back. Mm-hmm. Daniel, last um, time. drink lots of water because it's still fucking hot out there. <laughs> That's true. And on my end, um, don't wait to travel, but also don't harm the places you visit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Jean. This is Nicole. And this is Daniel, and we're a podcast to magically disappoint your autumn. Thank you. Hey. <laughs>